following podcast contains explicit language, toilet humor, adult themes, dick jokes, gluten, fat, preservatives, and people running with scissors. Listening to this podcast could make a shindig break out. Maybe even a hootenanny. That being said, it's time for Live, Laugh, Lollygag, your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Now your host, Worm. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Live, Laugh, Lollygag. And uh, apparently it's becoming a, uh, a dirt floater is is coming. Uh, I don't talk about the weather mainly because uh, this is getting put on Spotify and the weather's not going to be the same. But, the, yeah, if you're listening live, uh, definitely uh, keep your weather radio on because it could get pretty hairy. I am Worm. Jordan's over there. Hang on, I gotta, still got to turn his mic on. There we go. Yeah. What was that? That, I don't know. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Matthew had some stuff he had to uh, he had to do with the fam uh, this week, mm-hmm. but it's all good. He'll be uh, he'll be back next week. I got a huge show planned for you today. Of course, want to tell you about uh, how you guys can support the show. Now, a lot of people have been asking me since I've been talking about this. You know, are we ever gonna have it to where you have to pay to listen to this show? And that is absolutely not the case. You will never. This show will never be locked behind a paywall. However. If you do want to help us, uh, help us out with the show, maybe uh, get some celebrity some celebrity guests, maybe some better equipment, you are more than welcome to uh, support the podcast. Now, you can do, uh, there's like there's like three uh, different ones that you could do. You could do like 99 cents a month, you could do 4.99 a month, and you could do 9.99 a month. It's all up to you, and it's all whether you guys want to do it or not. It's it's completely fine. If you don't, if you don't have the extra funds, I get it. But if you do... Be more than one. Be more than happy to uh, give to us, help us out. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, of course, the big talk for the last two weeks has been, uh, I, you know, I, I know the station that we're on doesn't really play country music, but uh, Morgan Wallen has been quite the hot topic here recently, and a lot of people were pissed off that he canceled his show in Oxford, Mississippi, about two or three weeks ago. And I came on this podcast and I said, you know what, Morgan Wallen doesn't know you shit, and he doesn't. He still doesn't. He really and, don't. And he, good lord. Trace it. You sat down and I smelled it instantly, dude. I love you too, Worm. I love you too, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like a I was in a rush. It's like a Cypress Hill concert in here. Jesus. <laughs> Mercy. Anyway, uh so I, I think I think you just gave me a contact high. I'm not joking. Anyway. You're welcome. So he he came out uh, today and he said, "Hey, I, I'm being put on six week vocal rest, which means he's not even supposed to be talking, honestly." So that kind of begged the question of, uh, "Hey, all the people that said that he was just getting drunk and didn't want to do mm-hmm. the show, where are you guys at now?" Oh, we're so sorry, Morgan Wallen. We know that your yeah. voice is hurt. We, where are you guys at love now? You. It's you're easy all for o- most people to talk behind a screen. Yeah, like you're armchair all, warriors. You were all on his nuts again. Before he decided he wanted to uh, cancel the show that you were at, so you, you know, as somebody that literally, like, if I if I lose my voice, I lose my paycheck. Yep, and I, it's been like that for twenty years. So I will one hundred percent not do this radio show if my voice is in the process of going out. Yep. Same I will way take, for me. I will whenever take, I do engineering, I will take a six month break. If I get an ear infection and it lasts for a week, that's a week of not getting paid. Yeah, I mean, I ain't, I ain't got time for that. I ain't, I'm not gonna let my livelihood 
No. Put my livelihood on the line for anybody. This this is the moneymaker. What you're hearing right now is my moneymaker. There's so. a reason that musicians and athletes and stuff can insure certain parts of their body. Right? Yeah. What? Who was who that that had their uh, that had their feet uh, their feet insured for like a million dollars? There was like a you celebrity. Bolt? I don't know. Trey, can you possibly make any more fucking noise over there? You good? <laughs> fucking silent Bob over here. Who was it that? <laughs> There was somebody. I know that. Um, I think it was Cher had her vocal cords insured. Celebrities. It's the a sh- special company that will insure parts of your body. Insured body parts. Here we go. Celebrities. Mariah Carey insured her legs for one billion dollars. David Beckham insured mm. his legs. Cristiano Ronaldo insured his legs. Julia Roberts insured her smile. Her smile. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Guess what part she insured? <laughs> her booty. Her booty. She sure did. Uh, let's see who else. Hell, hell, I'm curious now. Uh, Taylor <laughs> Swift, that bitch. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Speaking it, of Taylor Swift, it just had, yeah, well, yeah, we'll talk about her in a minute. Julie, I just already <laughs> said Julie Roberts. Yeah, here we go. Taylor Swift has her legs insured for forty million dollars. Why her Why? legs? I don't know. Why wouldn't you like your vocal cords or something? Oh yeah, so so apparently Tina Turner, uh, she insured both of her legs separately. Why all legs? There's something going on. Yeah, with what legs. is with legs? I, I guess if you have nice legs, you want to. I mean, maybe it's like nice a legs. Nice Hollywood. legs are not something that's a dime a dozen. I wonder homie. how much my legs are worth. I think it's a Hollywood cult. Probably not anything. Bruce Springsteen has his vocal cords uh, insured for six million dollars. Gene Simmons, his tongue, his tongue yes. for one million dollars. Absolutely. <laughs> David Lee Roth. Oh my God. David Lee Roth. What do you think he has insured? His biceps. Oh my. What do you think, Trey? I bet you it's his nose. His nose? Yeah. Absolutely wrong. He has his sperm what? insured for $1 million. True story. What? Yeah. Scary, right? So if. Shit, I'd sell my sperm for 20 a pop. <laughs> <laughs> I insured for that much and then I just go to the sperm bank? Shit. Right. I mean, that 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 kind of that kind of sounds like a Beavis and Butthead episode. I'm not joking. <laughs> so speaking of so speaking of Taylor Swift, uh, I got pissed off last week because she ruined my Nashville trip. Uh, I did uh, hear from a lot of people that went to that show on Sunday and that they well, got struck by lightning. They got well, no, they didn't quite get struck by lightning, <laughs> but they did get soaking ass wet. So good for you people for buying up every fucking hotel and Airbnb in Nashville this weekend. Good for you. I'm glad you got soaking wet, and I'm sure your makeup looked atrocious. Oh, ooh, and that's I, I'm still on that on that fuck Taylor Swift tip. Just throwing <laughs> that. But I did, however, I did have a great weekend. Uh, went over to uh, see uh, Saturday. I, I was I was honestly I was going to do it Saturday, but I decided against it, so I went on Sunday instead. Went over to uh, to Jackson, Mississippi, and I usually don't have a reason to go to Jackson, mainly because, well, there's not much in Jackson. I know they have a pretty cool zoo over there, mm-hmm. which I was going to go to, but it was closed. But uh, I've always wanted to go flea marketing. I know that makes me sound like a like an 80-year-old man, but I've oh, always I always, I've always wanted to go because I've always seen people find, like, really cool shit. Yeah. And uh, I got to admit, I found some pretty cool stuff. And uh, a lot of it, like, a lot of the things that I wanted was way overpriced. Like, it was something you'd buy it in a store. Like, they had a... Uh, they had a Led Zeppelin record. I think it was Led Zeppelin four or five. I don't remember which one, but it was it like it was written on with a pen. Like somebody wrote their name on it, like a fucking doofus, and they wanted like thirty bucks for it. I'm like no, mm. no, ma'am. 
It's like mm. time travel back in the One like, thing I do months. know, if you go to Jackson again and you're just looking for something to do, if you've not been to the Natural History Museum there, it's really fucking cool. Yeah, um, we went to uh, that, and then we went to um, uh, this this pizza place over there. I can't even remember the name of it now, but it was a New York Godfather's. style. No. Huh? It was a New York style pizza place. It was like uh, Mookie's and something. Mo and Mookie's. Anyway, fantastic food. It's a pizza place and an ice cream parlor. And the same thing. Put the check in the mail, Mookie's, <laughs> for your sponsor. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, it, it was fantastic. And then uh, went and saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. In uh, IMAX for the first time ever. How Ooh, was it? IMAX. Uh, dude, IMAX is fucking yeah. legit. Where is the nearest? Isn't there one? Is there an there's, IMAX? Yeah, yeah there, there's one on the boardwalk. Okay. I, I've just never been. But, it, dude, if you, it's Have a little you, bit more expensive. IMAX in... Uh, Sideport. Have you been to a movie tavern? No. What's yeah. that? If you ever go to Dallas, that's the closest one that I know of, movie tavern. You go in there, sit down, big IMAX type thing, but they bring out you can they bring you menus and they have like little tables in front of you. You can order beer and you know, whatever, and they'll bring you out a steak or a pizza or whatever you want while you're really? watching your movie. Dude, well, it's, it's say, pretty like, sick. IMAX covers the entire room, too. Right. Like, it's not just, like, a screen. It's, like... Yeah, it's also, like, the, the oh, air really? blowing on you and the seats vibrate. Dude, like, it, it, was, it was worth it for the sound the sound by itself. Like, I'm pretty sure they have, like, subwoofers underneath these seats. Because mm-hmm. right. anytime there's an explosion, your butthole tingles. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the... Yeah, and, uh, but, yeah, it, it was fantastic. It, it had a really good time. And, uh, you know, if you, uh, I, I still, I, okay, so here's something I don't fucking understand, right? So that they have the biggest flea market in the world in Canton, Texas. It's supposed to be the first weekend of every month, right? Right. But this month they had it the last weekend of the month, which really pissed me off because that's, that, that's what I had planned. But then I looked and seen that it was, so don't tell me that something's the first weekend of the month if it's not the first weekend of the month. Get the fuck out of here with that. All right, sorry, my own my own little rant there. there so go. uh our good friend Jordan is uh is single for the first time. Uh how long has it been since you've been single? Ooh. Get off your phone, Jordan. We're doing a no. podcast. Single man. People are asking me about the show. Okay. Um What's it like being single? No, that's not what the fuck I asked you <laughs> at all. Single man. I asked you how long you've been like like How what, long have No, no how, how long has it been since you've been single? It's been years. It's how been long years. how long were you with her? Um, a year and a half. Okay, but so before that, I was. You were in a relationship like directly before that. Yeah. Okay. So, so how long was that one? Uh, two years. Two years. So about three and a half years since you've been a bachelor, if you will. Yes. All right. So we're gonna talk about his uh, his single life and his dating life and how that's going. Not not that you guys care, but I think it might be pretty entertaining to oh, be honest. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it coming up. Hang on. Live, laugh, lollygag right here on your uh, Tuesday afternoon. Wherever it is you're listening to us on the uh, on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever the hell it is you download this podcast from. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I am Worm. That's Jordan over there. Mm. And Trey's over there high as a kite. Woohoo! <laughs> True story. Yeah, well, yeah. No, not at all. All right. So so Jordan has been in a relationship pretty much since I've known him. And uh, I, I it was a uh, it was a girl that we both knew. Uh, that we both know, and uh-huh. um, you guys, uh, since here recently, I didn't see. I didn't even know you guys had broken up, but you told me randomly that y'all did. Yeah. So you're back on the dating scene now, which, yeah. which, by the way, let me just go ahead and throw this out there before we get any any further into this. 
The dating scene fucking sucks now. God, yeah, it, it is awful. Mm-hmm. You either have you either have girls that are that are running through guys like it ain't nobody's business, <laughs> or you got girls that that like they don't want to date. They want to get married. Like have a white picket fence, have fourteen kids right away. Yep, pretty much. So you um, you're kind of you know playing the field a little bit, right? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, now uh, I know. Um, uh, how many dates have you been on? So far, so far, like actual dates. Yeah, actual dates. None, none, no, really? no, like real actual dates. But you guys have hung, you've hung yeah, out. Yeah, just like hanging out or talking or whatever. You know, how far? Uh, shit. How far has it went? Not very far. Not very far. Not very far. Not even so, first base, huh? Going real slow here. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna walk the bases instead of run them, huh? Uh-huh. So not even first base. Do you even know what first no. base is? Yes, I do. What's first base? Bro, come on now. What What is first base? I'm trying to see if you know. <laughs> Let's get to kiss him. Okay. What's second base? Oh, you, can get, you, can get a little bit, you can get a little bit under the clothes at that point. Okay. What's third base? Man, basically a home run. <laughs> no, no, no. Third base is oral. Maybe in the old school, but uh, I don't know. Well, there's got to be a fucking third base, Jordan. You can't just go from second yeah. to home, bro. Now, home run is penetration. <laughs> He's a straight getting up your, penetration. Get, yeah. Getting your Peter wet. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, yeah. with, third, with third base, you can get your Peter wet too, but it's completely different. So just sure, not not you know. even first base. Sure. Huh? No. Jeez. Why do I get the feeling you are completely full of shit right now? I'm I'm being completely honest with you. Not e- not even a kiss. Nope. Get the fuck out! I'm I don't being, believe I'm, that. I'm taking this real. I'm taking this real chill. You know what I mean? I think you're full of shit, but okay. You really think that's unbelievable? Choose your words very I, carefully. I don't. I don't think it's unbelievable because I, I mean, I can. I can kind of see Jordan a, a couple of different ways here. I can see him as a total ladies' man, horn dog, or I can also see him as being a, a respectful young man, if you will. But. Those are kind words coming from Worm. Well, you know I, they don't they don't come along very often, so no. you have to you have to really take them in whenever they do. I'm so I just in right now. I have a hard time believing that you haven't even gotten to first base yet, and it's been what two weeks, three weeks, something like that. Yeah, yeah, not even first base. I'm not sure. If, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't think I'm going to believe that. I just man, I'm telling you, man, I was just. Picking my words very carefully. <laughs> so you have, is what no, you're telling no, me. No, I, I really have been taking it very, very slow. I'm just trying to talk have, to people. Okay, you say that you've been taking it slow. Have they been taking it slow? Yes. Uh, yeah, you're full of shit. I, I can tell, right? Because I can tell by the way you said that and the way you're dancing around, I have been a total gentleman. Now, them, on the other hand, they have been absolute I mean, fucking wildcats. I mean, some of them are, so, some women are... You know, quicker than the others, I guess. But I'm I'm just trying to... I'm just being chill. I'm just going with the flow. Okay. Why are you talking like Rico Suave right now? I, like, man, I'm I mean, just kind of, you, you know, you ne- taking it slow, You man. never know what's, 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 uh, what somebody's listening to right now. So you never know, you oh, never know what's going on. So what you're saying is one of them's listening. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. But so, so you know... Or I, more than one of them. Oh, more than one of them are listening right now. I don't know. Awkward. So do we not? Do we need to like uh, like have some kind of competition between oh these God. women? Oh, like a like a um, what's that? What's that old show? Win Jordan's love. 
We'll it's call like it. the Bachelor, but yeah, for Jordan. The Bachelor, yeah. So instead of uh, you, you know, instead of giving them a rose, you give them like a USB drive. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the engineer. We'll call it the engineer. You have yeah. all my data. <laughs> <laughs> Heart and soul. Well, uh, yeah, I, I guess we can finally cross off uh, having a guy that's fried out of his mind on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, but yeah, we'll so, so so you were. Uh, before your your not your last relationship, but the re- relationship before that, how long were you single before before getting with the second to last relationship? If that makes any sense? Does that make sense? Um, I think f- four years. Four years. Okay. Four so years. so how is dating five years ago compared to right now? It's always been shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been shit. It really, it, no, for real. It's just it, dating's terrible. Yeah, I agree. Um, especially since fucking dating apps, like everybody, because nobody has a fucking attention span. Yeah, nobody knows how to hold a conversation. You know, you talk for five minutes and then then they immediately or, pick up the phone. Or you get a fucking uh, somebody the the driest texture in the world. You say, oh, "Hey, dude, how was your day I, doing?" I don't, you know, like, like, like and like, they just say, "Yeah." Like back, cool. when, like back whenever I was dating, I didn't put up with that shit. Nah. Dude, I, like uh, I, I cut it off. I remember I, this was before I got with the crazy ex. So this is <laughs> probably five, six years ago. Um, there was there was this one girl, really, really pretty. Like I, I, I was very attracted to her. But anytime we would talk online, like if we if we saw each other in person, it was fine. Yeah. But like we never did anything. We never anything. But whenever she would talk, whenever she would text me, she would text. She would text me. Keep that in mind. Right. I didn't text her. She would text me. Hey, like, hey, what's up? What you doing? Oh, nothing much sitting here. Cool, cool. How was your day? It was okay. Like I, I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go and uh, I'm gonna go take some aspirin. Why do you say that? Because carrying this fucking conversation is hurting my back. Like you got to give me something to work with. You I know can't what I mean? Stand carrying conversations like, through text. At, at, at least give me something to swing at. Yeah. I, you know, how was your day? Oh, it was good, but you know, this 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 rain's kind of put me in a bad mood, or or maybe I stepped in a pile of shit leaving my house. Something, <laughs> fucking give me something, right? But don't don't do not one word message me that shit. Or if we're talking on fucking Facebook and you send me a goddamn thumbs up, <laughs> that really really grinds my gears. Or if they say K. See, that that see I don't like that. I say that sh- I say that shit just to be an asshole. Well, yeah, but because not, not if you're in a serious you I, trying to you yeah, know yeah like 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 if you and I are having a conversation and you say something and you say something that you're trying to piss me off with and I go okay yeah I do that shit all the time just to, just to just to be an asshole. But it's like when you're trying to carry a real conversation and then they just say okay. <laughs> that shit is, all right talk to you later that shit is mad annoying i'm not gonna lie to you it's Absolutely. dude ever since like because dating apps have made it to where it's it's instant it's like there's no there's no more than two seconds of thinking you're right, you're it's, right. it's just left right yeah yes, I, no, yes, and no, i mean yes, no. i dude i i got on like i was back back whenever i was dating like that's before uh what is it tinder now Right. Is yeah. Tinder the big one? Yeah, there's Tinder. Well, actually, I think Bumble Facebook has dating. taken over from Tinder. Well, Bumble is a Sadie Hawkins app, basically, though. What is that? Sadie Hawkins, you know, girl's choice. The, the girl has to make the move. Oh, the girl has to message. Yes. Yeah, okay. so you can, you both match, but you can't send her a message. She has to message you first. Yeah, and oh, that's to, fair. it's within a 24-hour period as well. That's fair. Not at all. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I kind of prefer that because it's like you're not wasting your fucking time as much. 
Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, my dating scene was before that, and it was an actual website called Plenty of Fish. Do you remember that? Oh, it's God. still around. I used, I just used to go on P, uh, Plenty of Fish to make fun of profiles. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> there, there's a buddy of mine that passed away not too long ago, and uh, his name is Aaron. And Aaron, uh, Aaron became single. Uh, he he was in like a like a six year engagement, and he he got on this dating app, and he and and, and he actually lived with me at the time. And uh, Aaron was um, Aaron did not like big women at all. Okay. <laughs> he was not attracted to big women. Never would date a big woman. I mean, a larger fair. woman. And I'm sitting there watching him on the couch. I'm sitting there watching TV. It's like a Tuesday night. I see him scrolling on it on the on the laptop, and he, and I could just see smoke coming out of his ears. He's getting so fucking bad. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Looking at plenty of fish." And I said, "What are you so mad about?" He goes, "How'd you know I was mad?" I said, "Cause you look mad." He goes, "They need to change the name of this website to plentyoffatbitches.com." <laughs> Which, that, which, which, I mean, I, I mean, big big women don't bother me at all. Like, I, like there are big women that I, I think like, are I like sexy. A thick woman. But I will say that they should definitely change the name of that website to plentyofsinglemoms.com because almost every good-looking woman you see on there right. has like seventeen kids. <laughs> Damn, she looking for a baby daddy. That's what she's looking for. She ain't looking for no love. That's what she ain't yeah. looking for love in all the wrong places. Not at all. No, she looking for a baby daddy. <laughs> That's what she's looking for. Mm-mm-mm. We're about to piss off a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, come on. I, if they're listening to this show and, and they're still listening and I haven't got pissed off yet, that's what's going to send them over the edge? I'm a strong, independent. Oh, Stop it, Trey. <laughs> oh, you have fun being strong and independent. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, back then, like like even before then, like like whenever I was a teenager, there was no, there was one dating app and it was the one that you had to pay like $20 a month for, but... The main way you got dates back in the day, like back in the early 2000s, late 90s. Right. AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> Yahoo is Instant Messenger. MySpace. I remember you would Yahoo. Meet, you would meet fucking oh, yeah. weirdos. Straight up, like, we're talking uh, their parents kept them in a basement until they're 19 years old, weirdos. I'm going to see you this way. I was probably 16, 17. I had my first car. And uh, I met this girl on in a chat room. And uh, just so happened she was uh, she was from Bastrop, and I was from, I was I was living in West Monroe at the time, so we uh, we met up at the movie theater, and uh, I pulled up, and it was the very first time that I got catfished. Oh, now oh. now hold on, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't really catfishing back then. It was her, but she did the angles. Ah, uh, she did the angles, dude, and I and I pulled up like like you know she did the angle where she would she put the camera like above her head mm-hmm. and it was shine down on her boobs, right? But I should have known there was a reason why she took specific she angles. took spe- specific angles. This girl looked like creature from the Black Lagoon, like this girl was rough looking. Damn. Now I could have been I could have oh, been man. an absolute asshole and compl- and turned my car. She didn't see me. Okay, hold on. I got a story. Turned my car around and left, but I didn't. I did not. Why? Because I've been that person. I have been that person before who is who is waiting on their date to get there. The date sees them, and they turn around and walk back to their fucking car. That has happened to me at that exact movie theater at the mall. I watched it fucking happen. So... As as unattractive as this girl was, she she ended up being being a really nice girl. We we, we uh, we're still Facebook friends. Like like we're still we're still cool. 
but I, I let her know like very cool. Look, I'm I'm not I'm not interested. Okay, but I got a, I got a funny story then. But I but I did I went through with the movie and everything else. Okay, this was years ago. Okay, um, I think Tinder had just come out or whatever. But anyway, uh, met, met up with this door. woman. Met up with this woman right on t- on Tinder. We planned to go hang out at her house. Uh, hopefully, she's not li- hang out at listen. her house. Hang out right. at her house. Netflix. That's and, not what the plan was. Netflix and fuck. Is that what you mean? Um. <clears throat> so, but she lives way out towards Columbia, and I was like, mm. okay. So I pick up a pizza and drive. Go. And what I, a I, fucking gentleman picking whole, up a pizza. I right. get to the fucking house right. Yeah. And you talk about the angles and the. I yeah. got catfished. I was like, oh fuck. And getting that dude. She devours the whole fucking pizza. <laughs> I didn't even get a piece of that bitch. I she been she lived out I, the country. She ain't got no food out there, bro. Dude, when I tell you, like this this chick didn't even bother to get up and put clothes on. All she had the butt ass naked. She had a t shirt. That's it. Yeah, my name Olga, and it was <laughs> and it was nothing attractive <laughs> that I wanted to see. Was so look, was it I like was, a gigantic Tweety Bird t shirt, like Bush. a Tasmanian devil? <laughs> I started thinking. I was like, man, I'm gonna fucking die out here. Uh-huh. Something's good because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my, you yeah my gun's in the car I'm like okay. I'm screwed yeah um I was like dude I gotta get the fuck out of here so I text my sister yeah and I was like look I need you to do whatever it takes to get me the fuck out of here <laughs> right now <laughs> my sister pauses she calls me two minutes later and she starts screaming into the phone I've yeah and she's like. Or talk about our other sister. Just got bit by a rattlesnake. Oh my gosh, she's going on the fucking going to the hospital right now. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, I gotta go, man. I got up and I fucking ran. <laughs> oh, 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 hold on. I believed that story one hundred percent until the very last word of what you just said. Until, yeah, I didn't run. Mm. You I ain't was, running a fucking place. I didn't run. But I got the <laughs> fuck out of there though. I got out song, of that bitch. Uh, Eminem as the world turns. Yeah. It reminds me of that. <laughs> she swallowed my leg hole. I like lost an egg the roll. gas money and the pizza. Uh, it's, yeah, well, at, at least you, at least she did a good service and bought a hungry girl some pizza. <laughs> she hungry? Like she was. She didn't look like she was lacking on the food department. <laughs> that's by the way. That's Jordan, not me. Meet not Worm. Kuka. That's that's uh, that's Jordan. Hey man, I can I'll, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. Like Jabba the Hutt looking. So uh, so I was kind of thinking, you know. Um, Trying to get you a date here on the show, but it, it doesn't really seem like you really need the help. I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I do need the help. We could. We I don't could think do. you do. We just make a whole game man. show. Nah, well, you're just you're just trying to troll for some booty, dude. No, I think it'd just be funny. Try to get Jordan a date. I don't know. <laughs> we may figure we may figure something out on that. Could be could be funny. Could be a disaster as well. Because uh, you know these aren't the same girls that uh, that they were ten years ago. Cause, right. cause, girls these days like to throw hands. <laughs> Ten, fifteen years ago, they will fight. A girls, mate. girls would not want to throw hands. Also, there's a hoflation. A hoflation. Tell us about the that. Hoflation. Trey. So, like, hoflation is like how uh, nowadays, like, women are kind of more masculated in terms of like attitude and like behavior, <laughs> and so because of that, like, you know, like for example, like, you know, like. Uh, I mean, not trying to sound vulgar here, but, you know, being ran through in their 20s and, you know, having going through a p- party life and et cetera. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's typical. Um, 
And it's just like, I'm not saying everyone's like that. I'm just saying it's more along the line of like, you know, it's a stereotype. And uh, how I put it. <laughs> no, it's just like it devalues like you as a whole. As a whole. <laughs> I see what you did no, there. No, not like ah! that. <laughs> I mean, you know, take the pun, but it, the pun wasn't intended. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So we're going to actually have um, a segment coming up here in just a little bit called Deep Thoughts with Trey the Stoner. Stick around for that. It's going to be great. I'm going to need you to have some deep thoughts around, uh, I don't know, probably uh, 7.30. Okay. Do that. We're going to need you to have deep thoughts, Trey. Okay. Okay, go step outside and hit it real quick. <laughs> Again? Actually, I think he's good right now. No, you need to see him when he gets, like, really just... Feel... I mean, dude, he's he's already got the Keith Whitley haircut going on. What? <laughs> so, what? <laughs> Who the fuck Google... is Keith... Dude, don't don't you ever say who the fuck is Keith Whitley in my presence again. Well, I don't know. You know who Keith Whitley is. Do I really? Yes. He died. He, he was like he, he was one of the greatest country singers of all. Here, I'll play I'll play one of his songs. But he was one of the greatest country singers of all time. And then he, uh, <clears throat> you know, he kind of his his wife drove him to drink and he drank himself to death. But Keith Whitley, <laughs> Google a picture of Keith Whitley. Tell me I'm you don't have right Keith now. Whitley here. Mm. But you know, you know Orson Welles. No, not Orson Welles. <laughs> Country looking Barry Manilow. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and and I'm gonna go ahead and play some Keith Whitley because why not? We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do some misinterpreted song meanings coming up here in just a little bit. So make sure you stick around for that. That song that you love may not mean what you think it means. Hang on. I know. I don't know about you guys, but damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Right here, live, laugh, a lot of gag. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate everybody uh, listening online. We got 21 people listening uh, right now live. Thank you guys so much, and also the uh, the hundreds and hundreds that listen every week on Spotify and Apple Podcast as well. I am Warmas Jordan over there. Oh, I forgot to turn your mic on. Awkward. Sorry. Thank you, bastard. Trace here too. <laughs> Trey is extremely under the influence, if you can't tell. <laughs> so there's always, uh, you know, there, there there will always be music, and there will all be always be songs that we think is about one thing, but it's mm-hmm. about something completely different. Is there anything like like is, are there any songs like that that a lot of people think is about one thing, but it's that that you know of that yeah. you can think of like like what? What I you got? Like I mean. Everybody, Hotel California. Everybody knows that one. Well, but see, that's that's kind of different because nobody knows what the exactly. Fuck it means. But people are always trying to come up with, like, oh no, this is what it really means. I mean, the this Eagles have really pretty means. much came out and said, "We just wrote that song when we were really high. It doesn't have a well, yeah." But they've also done interviews where they've said, oh, "Actually, it's about this. Actually, it's about vampires. Actually, it's about they corporate greed." They they don't like, they don't know what's going. They on. always just fucking switch it up. So I would say probably the biggest one uh, that a lot of people think they know um, <clears throat> is "Every Breath You Take" by the Police. Now it's been it's it's came out here recently that it's about a, a guy stalking a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember. Yeah. But if you were if you were a you know, if you were in school in the eighties, chances are you danced to this song. You slow mm-hmm. danced to this song probably, <laughs> and at your school dance or your prom or your homecoming or whatever. And uh, there's a good chance that that happened, and it might sound like an ode to endless love, but listen again, and you'll realize it's actually told from the point of view of a stalker. Even Sting is stunned by how his lyrics have been completely misunderstood. He <laughs> says, I think the song is very, very sinister and ugly, he says. People have actually misinterpreted it to being a gentle love song, when it's quite the opposite. Uh, number two, Hey Ya by Outkast. 
oh yeah because he's actually talking about the the fall of a or the collapse of a relationship yeah so we're all too busy singing shake it like a polaroid picture to wonder what this song was actually really saying but you don't have to read between the lines to realize it's about a profoundly unhappy marriage Mm -hmm. we'll get our first clue when andre 3000 starts thanking mom and dad for sticking through together because we don't know how we never got the full picture of why and how this relationship is so miserable, but there are hints with lines like separate always separates always better and the part about being in denial because we know we're not happy here. And then there's that one line where he says, y'all don't want to hear what I have to say. Yep. Y'all just want to dance. Yeah, and whoever Andre is addressing doesn't want to hear because you just want to dance. But it's, I mean, that's that's like one of the most upbeat songs ever. Yeah, it's, you, it's it, a banger when it's just, you can't You can't get upset. That your song is being yeah, tell misinterpreted. You how many I heard that at a uh, skate town. Yeah, like like you can't. <laughs> yeah, you're really showing your age there because uh, skate town was like rhythm as a dancer by Corona. Whenever I was little, uh, third one I've actually heard this one before. Closing time by Semisonic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who else could could this be but a song about a bar closing at the end of the night and the bartender telling everybody to get out? Well, as it turns out, it's actually about a baby being born because his wife had just gotten pregnant. Yeah. Right? Singer Dan Wilson wrote this song for his daughter who was born three months prematurely. Wilson tried to keep the lyrics ambiguous. But so his bandmates wouldn't get annoyed about playing a song about a baby. But at this point, Wilson is most, mostly amused that nobody figured it out. <laughs> millions and millions of people bought this song and heard the song and didn't get it. He once said during a show, they think it's about being bounced from a bar when it's about being bounced from the womb. Uh, hey There Delilah by Plain White Tees. That was also a stalker song. That Yeah, that yeah, I think, I, I think I'd actually heard that. Umbop by Hanson. Mm-bop. You probably thought Umbop was just a nonsense song about a nonsense word, but it may be one of the most deeply philosophical songs ever written <laughs> and performed by kids. Zach Hanson, who was just 11 when the song was released, explained that Umbop is really about the futility of life. What? What? How? Things are going to be gone, he went on. Whether it's your age or your youth or maybe the money you have or whatever it is, the lyrics definitely didn't come across as a playfully lighthearted as the music. Like, think about it. You have so many relationships in this life, only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife, then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. If you think about it, if, if you think if you think about it, those are some sad-ass lyrics. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> James Blunt, you're beautiful. James Blunt didn't mince words when explaining his reaction to fans who thinks that you're beautiful is a romantic ballad. He says, quote, these people are fucked up. So if it's not supposed to be a, 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 a thing to a woman's beauty, what is going on exactly? He says, it's about a guy who's high as a kite on drugs. <laughs> as I look at Trey. <laughs> Just weed. In the uh, subway stalking someone else's girlfriend when that guy is there in front of him, Blunt explained. He should be locked up or put in prison for being some sort of perv. Yeah, okay. All right. So what's cherry pie about? Pussy. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds very child predatory. I mean, dude, the winger did a song. She's only seventeen, which is around. I mean, the, really, if if you look into like a lot of songs back, not not just the eighties, but back into the seventies, sixties, there was a lot of predatory songs. Oh yeah, like yeah, Conway Twitty was the fucking worst about that. Oh yeah, I've always said that 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 Christmas song, "Baby, It's Cold Outside," it is. It's it one is. of the most rapey fucking songs I've yeah, ever heard he's in my bad. life. She's like, you need to leave, and he's like, no, 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 no. it's too cold outside. I can't. No. If I can fly, <laughs> I, I need to put my wiener in you because I'm cold. <laughs> Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. If you're judging by the chorus, this song is used in presidential campaigns by Ronald Reagan and Bob Dole. It's about as patriotic as the song gets. Born in the USA, I'm a cool rockin' daddy in the USA. But the rest of Springsteen's, uh, Springsteen's fist-pumping anthem begs to differ with the, uh, this optimism, which mourns a Vietnam War vet 
send me off to a foreign land to go and kill the yellow man. The most depressing verse tells of a brother who went to fight in the Viet Cong. They're still here, Springsteen mournfully sings. He's all gone. Bonnie Tyler, total eclipse of the heart. Turn around. <clears throat> sometimes breakup songs take a tearful look at a relationship that fell apart, and sometimes they're not about breakups at all, but really about vampires. Yeah, Jim Steinman, the guy who penned the total eclipse of the heart for Bonnie Tyler, says the song's original title, were, title was Vampires in Love. And if you listen carefully to the lyrics, they're really like vampire lines. He says it's all about the darkness, the power of darkness, and love's dark uh, place in the dark. <laughs> Give it a listen, you'll see what it means. Lyrics like, if you only hold me tight, we'll be holding on forever. Sure does sound like vampires to me. Just Have you, uh, you ever heard the song Too Many Puppies with, by Promise? No. Too Many Puppies is, um, like, if you listen to it, it sounds like kind of just a goofy song. Yeah. But um, he's really talking about, uh, I believe it was the war in Afghanistan. I never, I never would have figured Primus would have deep, deep lyrics. Yeah. Ever. So uh, Nirvana, Heart Shaped Box. Guess what that one's about? Heart Shaped Box. Nirvana, Heart Shaped Box. What do you think that song is about? Courtney. <laughs> a 12-gauge? Shut up. Uh. There have been some wild claims about what trouble genius Kurt Cobain was trying to say with this song's bizarre lyrics. Probably the strangest explanation came from his widow, Courtney Love, who insists that the song is about her um, private area. But in the authorized Nirvana biography, Come As You Are, Cobain was pretty clear about the song's meaning, explaining that it's about little kids with cancer. Apparently, he watched some infomercials that featured terminally ill children and found it sadder than anything I could ever think of. Okay. Wouldn't necessarily call, call Cobain a genius, but it is what it is. Uh, in the air Courtney tonight, Love had to make it about her. Yeah, Courtney, fuck Courtney Love. Bitch. Dying of fire. Um, yep. Phil Collins in the air tonight. The rumors surrounding this Phil Collins that are nothing short of uh, short of uh, extraordinary. As the urban legend goes, Collins wrote this song after watching a man let someone drown without trying to save him. There are even stories that Collins found the man in question, invited him to a show, and then singled him out in front of a sold-out audience announcing that In the Air Tonight was about him before breaking into the especially viscerous version. None of this is true, however, according to Collins, as he explained in a Tonight Show interview that the song is about divorce. Sometimes it's like, I love you, don't hang up, Collins said. Sometimes it's like, well, fuck you. And then there was a song like that, uh, and that's where a song like that comes in. There's obviously a lot of anger there. Yeah, because I was about to say, how do you watch a man watch a man die? <laughs> exactly. And not do anything. Aren't you also the guy that didn't help? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, Jump by Van Halen. What do you think it's about? Cocaine. Van Halen, cocaine. Courtney loves vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney loves vagina. I was, uh, a, a few songs in music history have seemed as innocent as Jump, a song which David Lee Roth implores us to jump a lot, right? Not a lot of layers going on there, but Roth re uh, revealed that the song's origins are actually much darker than anyone could have guessed. I was watching television one night, and it was 5 o'clock news, and there was a fellow standing on top of the Arco Towers in Los Angeles. <laughs> he was about to check out early. He was going to do the 33-story drop. Do a flip. A, there was a whole crowd of people in the parking lot downstairs yelling, don't jump, don't jump, and I thought to myself, jump! Exactly. And so I wrote it down and ultimately made it onto the record. And wow, just like that, the song always made us smile because it was silly good fun as it became the most depressing song about suicide ever recorded. Golly. Holy shit. <laughs> Jack and Diane by John Mellencamp. Any idea? I don't recognize that song. Little Diddy by Jack and Diane. Yeah, Come on, dude. You don't know, know Jack it. and Sorry, Diane? Fuck but I think it would be like a little, it's kind of like, it kind of gives off like this weird country vibe. Yeah, like I mean, it's it, it was it was damn near a, it was damn near a country song here. here I'll, I'll, I'll play a little bit of show. Oh, Surely you, you've heard it. I have. 
Nee, nee. <laughs> Hang on, let me get to the. Yeah, I know. I recognize Little that Diddy. One. Yeah, okay. All right, so, so you know Jack and Diane. What's about as ambiguous as songs get, except for one crucial detail. According to Mellencamp, Jack wasn't meant to be a white guy. This is actually a song about race relationships and a white girl being with a black guy, and that's what the song's about. Mellencamp said he explained it to his record company in 1982. The record execs were not impressed and purposely told Mellencamp, whoa, why can't you make him something other than that? He eventually agreed to cut the lyrics, making explicit that Jack is an African-American and instead focus on him being a football star. Mellencamp's uh, successful hit single may not be remembered as a celebration of biracial relationships, but that's definitely where it began. Kind of dark there. Hmm. Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Surely you've heard this stupid-ass song, right? I have listened to this song many times. It's a song song that conjures images of lazy summer days and drinking too many margaritas. But if you've ever sung it along uh, to more than the some people claim there's a woman to blame part, you might have noticed that the lyrics actually paint a bleak picture. The song's narrator isn't on vacation, but wasting away in a beach resort community, getting tattoos he doesn't remember, looking for his lost salt shakers, and drinking endless uh, cocktails to help me hang on. Is he aimless? Is he aimless and depressed because of a failed relationship? It sure seems like it. And as the song unfolds, he goes from insisting it's nobody's fault to hell, it could be my fault to finally, it is my own damn fault. He just went through all the stages of grief, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, here's one that I thought was interesting for sure: the Village People, Macho Man. You've heard this song, right? Oh yeah, everybody's okay. heard this song. When you think of the Village People's Macho Man, two words that probably don't spring to mind are dark and serious. But that's apparently what the French songwriters had in mind. According to David Hodo, otherwise known as the construction worker, at the time, Macho had been banned from the English language by the feminist movement, he says. We don't remember that quite being the case, but for whatever, some people had fears that masculinity was under attack and the world needed a song championing men who weren't afraid to dress like sexy Indians or shirtless bikers. When the producers pulled us together to do this, they wanted to do the whole thing very serious. It was going to be very dark and very serious. Luckily, the village people decided there was no way we can do this seriously and ended up recording the campy, lighthearted version instead. But when you listen to the lyrics, remember the lyrics that said, Every man ought to be a macho macho man. To live a life of freedom, machos make a stand. They were actually uh, meant without a hint of irony at all. Let's see. There was a couple more uh, that I kind of wanted to go through. Some of these I don't care about. All-Star by Smash Mouth. Oh. It's probably impossible to hear this song anymore and not think about Shrek or any of its sequels, but believe it or not, (laughs) All-Star had nothing to do with Lovable Green Ogres, voiced by Mike Myers. There have been uh, many theories that the Smash Mouth mega-hit was a warning about climate change. The lyrics support that claim with lines like, It's a cool place, they say it gets colder, you're bundled up now, wait till you get older. And the water's getting warm, so you might as well swim. My world's on fire, how about yours? Greg Camp, the band's guitarist and songwriter, insisted that the song isn't completely about climate change, but admitted it has its elements. It does directly address a hole in the ozone layer and global warming. So this one, this one's not that serious, but I, I thought it was uh, kind of funny. We'll go ahead and make this one the last one. Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. You know the song, right? Yeah. Okay. Clapton has never been so syrupy sweet as this love ballad to his future wife, Patty Boyd, also known as ex-Mrs. George Harrison and the woman who once had Clapton on his knees in Layla. But while this tune doesn't seem to be anything as a, but unabashed adoration, Clapton, uh, does Clapton do anything but tell his lady friend that she looks wonderful and she is wonderful and he loves her very much? Boyd once claimed that just listening to this song could be torture. But what is it all about? Rumor has it that Wonderful Tonight was written when Boyd and and Clapton were getting ready to attend a party hosted by friends Paul and Linda McCartney, a celebrity uh, celebration of Buddy Holly's birthday. 
Boyd was taking longer than usual to get ready, and every time she tried on a new outfit, Clapton says, you look wonderful. Can we please go now? He eventually grew bored of waiting and picked up a guitar and wrote Wonderful Tonight on the spot because she wouldn't hurry the hell up. So, ladies, Damn. you need to take a little bit uh, a little bit shorter time to get ready or Phil Collins is going to write a song about you. Hey, no, I'm sorry, Eric, Eric Clapton's going to write a song about you. <laughs> next time next time I'm with a chick that's getting taken too long to get ready, I'm just going to write a song about So, it. speaking of famous people, there's a lot of famous people that apparently have found, they, they've literally found the Fountain of Youth and they haven't aged in 20 years. Probably think of a couple of them. We'll come up with a couple of more right here on Live, Laugh, Lollygag. Hang on. Let me be the first to say that I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. However, he did not uh, age very well. And a lot of these, a lot of these, you know, Hollywood actors, they're getting, they're getting the Botox, they're getting their, you know, the face reconstruction, the lip injections. Well, Michael Jackson did that, and it made him look worse than he would if he would have just left himself alone. And uh, it is Live, Laugh, Lollygag, by the way. And uh, we're uh, we're kind of getting on the topic of uh, of uh, celebrities that you would think after twenty years would change. However. Uh, they have not. And uh, this is going from uh, the year 2000 to the year 2022, which was last year. And uh, I've got a list of celebrities. And their side-by-side pictures, honestly, is is immaculate. Is, are there any that you can think of right off the top of your head that haven't aged a bit since the year 2000? I mean, everybody always says Jennifer Aniston. Of course. Absolutely. Um, who else? Only a two-hour show, Jordan. <laughs> I can think of ones that have aged poorly. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to those as well. Uh, Je- uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Still an absolute smoke show. She hasn't really aged much at all. Uh, dad ass is still the same. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd turns 53 this year, and he still looks serious? like he did. Yeah, he still looks like he did in the year 2000. Pharrell Williams. Yeah, yeah. Because that dude's he, like almost because he's seven so happy. Uh, this one, this one says Rihanna. I don't think Rihanna is. I, I think she's aged pretty bad, to be honest. Like she might still be a pretty girl. She's still got that gigantic fucking five head. But, <laughs> but uh, I think I think she's aged uh, a little bit. Um, Daniel Day Kim. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Do you know who that is? Nope. It's an Asian guy. He's been in a bunch of movies. And Wait, stuff. is that the guy from The Hangover? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Bianca Lawson. She, uh, she uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Pretty Little Liars. I don't know who she is. She's cute though. Uh, she hasn't aged much either. Beyonce, because she's in the was it was that thing you said earlier? That group. She's in the Illuminati or something. Oh yeah, yeah, Beyonce. And also her husband Jay Z hasn't aged much either, mainly because he is the uh, leader of the Illuminati. <laughs> well, I, I was I wasn't gonna say that. I, I was gonna I say he's the illegitimate son of Joe Camel. <laughs> Dude, tell me, tell me, Jay Z don't look like Joe Camel. Yeah, no. Now that you said it, Adam Levine of Maroon Five uh, has he's forty three. He doesn't look it. Uh, over twenty years ago, seventeen year old Mila Kunis was on that '70s show, and she's still just as fucking beautiful as she was back I then. I mean, Mila, Mila Kunis, Kunis is beautiful still, but they can tell that she's aged. Mila, if you're listening to this, hit me Ashton Kutcher up. still looks pretty good for his age <laughs> too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mulan star Gong Lee. Gong Lee. You can't mention Asian people. They yeah, just don't age. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, until they, they hit like seventy. They, yeah, whenever they get really old, they when get they really hit seventy, it's old. immediately like off the cliff. Usher was twenty-two in two thousand. He still looks like he's in his twenties today. Uh, he, it seems like Usher's changed colors. Like, Did he get lighter or darker? No, it's like work? it's like he started glowing more. Okay, so so look at this picture, right? Then look at that picture. 
That just could be because of the exposure from it the clubs, could, it man. Could, it right. been, Back then, you know, everybody was just washed out from being in the club. But it just looks like he's a total different color. Maybe it is just the picture. Uh, two the decades lighting. ago, Will Smith was 34. Now he's 54. Fuck Still looks Will the Smith. exact same, honestly. Of course, Jennifer Anderson, Anderson, 53. Um, oh, shit. I accidentally clicked an ad. I was going to say, I can, I can notice the difference in, in Will Smith. Um, I don't agree with this one. Jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's forty-one. He's aged a pretty good bit from whenever he did uh, back in the uh, back in the uh, what was that what was that show uh, the fucking alien show uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, he hasn't know. aged much, but uh, but yeah, he's definitely aged a little bit. Jamie Foxx is middle aged, but he still looks as young as he did in two thousand for sure. Dude still looks super young. He's in the hospital right now for what? I don't know. I saw a story that he got rushed to the hospital. Uh, Two, one, two, three days ago. Huh. They said it was pretty serious. So. Well, it was okay. That would, that would suck. I can't lose Django, man. Yeah, John Legend, 43, essentially looked like he did 16 years ago in 2006. Yeah, he, he he's he's had some surgery, though, I have, a, I have a feeling. Halle Berry turned 55 last year. What is that beeping noise that I keep fucking hearing? Keep hearing. Yeah, I keep hearing a beeping noise. Do you not hear that? It's really? Nobody hears that but me. Anyway. I hear, I hear it like every 20 minutes. I'm serious. You guys don't hear a fucking beeping noise. No. no. Worm is losing his mind. No, Luckily, I... we're here on the show to take over <laughs> if he loses it. Um, anyway, uh, Halle Berry turned 55 last year. She's still got it going on. Uh, Jared Leto looks like Jesus these days. I don't know if you do that or not. He's actually 50 years old. Quentin Tarantino is still as ugly as he was 30 years ago. <laughs> he has not changed at all. Look, I love his movies. D. Great director. D. Really amazing. The same way. D. Snyder's but, man, the same way. ugly. Uh, Kira Knightley has looked the same since her Pirates of the Caribbean days. She's, she's always been really pretty to me. Mario Lopez is 48 and looks like just as young as he did on Saved by the Bell. Just about, yeah. Sandra Bullock also got it going on. She's, she's damn near 60, dude. She's 57. Wow. She can blindfold me. Pharrell Williams, 49, another celeb that never ages. Eva Mendez looks the exact fucking same as she did back in, uh, was it Too Fast, Too Furious? Is that the one she was in, or was it the original Fast and the Furious? Anyway, yeah, Eva Mendez could still for sure get it. Yeah, she's she's pretty good looking. Uh, Idris Elba. He's a, I know that name. Yeah, former former sexiest man alive. Uh, he's he was apparently he's a DJ. Forty nine. No clue. Who. Uh, Ming Na Win. Do you know who that is? Nope. Agents of Shield. She no. played uh she played the badass Asian 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 Agents of Shield. I never watched Agents of Shield. She was the uh, speaking voice in the original Mulan in nineteen ninety eight. Oh, really? Okay. She was uh, she's now part of the Star Wars universe as bounty hunter Fennec Shand. William Shatner looks younger now than he did in the early two thousands. He's aging backwards. Uh, you know, how old do you think William Shatner is? I'm going to say like 73. You say 73? Early what do you 80s. say? 91. What the? William Shatner. Ain't no way, dog. 91 years old. Oh, man. Yeah. Gabriel Union. Uh, she was, uh, she's uh, married to uh, Dwayne Wade. Uh, they welcomed their first child. I think that's the girl. That's uh, Lara from uh, from Full House, not Full House, uh, Family Matters. I think okay. that's who that is. I could be wrong. Gwen Stefani is fifty two. She looks the ex- honestly, dude. She looks younger than when she did when she got a record deal with uh, No Doubt back in two thousand. Too many bananas. Elijah Wood, ah, dude. I've always thought he was a creepy looking motherfucker. Am I wrong on that? 
Elijah Wood. Yeah. yeah, dude, he is so he's, fucking. It's something about his eyes, dude. Yeah, he's he's. I don't know, man, but he's he's uh, he's forty one. Yeah, she's sixteen. Liv Tyler, barely aged. Uh, she's forty four now. Stephen Tyler's daughter, uh, also in uh, Armageddon. Tyra Banks, now forty eight. Looked at the same a quarter of a century ago. Mm, Tyra Banks. On, is she's she's put on person. some weight though. She's put on some weight though. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Uh, actually, I, he hasn't aged much either. Two thousand and six. Uh, he had the big hair, and uh, yeah, he, he's a pretty good looking young man. If you if I should say so myself. Uh, Busy Phillips, forty two. Uh, she was in. Um, uh, Freaks and Geeks. I think she was also in uh, what was that? Oh witch movie? yeah, that witch movie. Uh, I don't remember that, but I remember Freaks and Geeks, and she was fine. Who's she playing Freaks and Geeks? Uh, this girl, the blonde. Wait, she was also in uh, the oh, okay. the um, no, fuck, dude. Uh, else. Not 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 Hocus Pocus, but the uh, the good witch movie. Um, fuck, hang Halloween on. Town? No, now you're gonna make, now you're gonna make me have to go look it up. I didn't make you do anything. Look up. Um, because if I look it up on here, I'm going to lose it. Hang Google on. guy. Right. Um, oh, I'm sure his phone's not charged. Which movie? And I was 90s. right. Uh, was it a Disney Channel movie? No. It was a, it was like a, it was a badass movie. Um, are you kidding me? It's not on here. <laughs> if anybody knows the, the name of that movie that's listening, send me the... Uh, send me, it was the, the one that had the... Uh, uh, light, uh, stiff as a feather, light as a board. Stiff, stiff as a feather, light as a board. What movie is that? If anybody knows, text me. Anyway, Reese Witherspoon is uh, she's forty six. Still got it going on though. Uh, as uh, two uh, two thousand and twenty twenty two. Oh, who's that Hispanic lady that uh, always plays Adam Sandler's wife? Oh yeah. She don't look like no, she's not, aged not at Practical all. Magic. There was it was another one. It was the one that had the uh, the stabbing Westward song and the uh, somebody said Practical Magic. Maybe it was the... I, I'll, I'll think of it later. Uh, Many things may change, but Snoop Dogg remains the same. I don't think that dude has aged since the fucking 90s. It's all the weed. Yeah, I guess. The the weed makes him makes him, uh, makes him him young. Stunts his growth. Uh, Christy, <laughs> Christy Turlington. She's apparently a supermodel in the 80s. She's 53 years old now. Uh, Rob Lowe. Still, Rob he, Lowe. He's damn near 60, and he still hasn't changed much. His, uh, his hair is a different color. That's pretty much it. Uh, the Craft. That's it. The Craft. Never saw that movie. Dude, that's a badass movie. Like, I, like I'm not in. I'm not into witch movies, but it was a pretty badass movie. Hey, just to carry on for Squints, did you ever watch uh, Demolition Man? Or? No, I didn't. <laughs> sure didn't. Anyway, people who love to lambast Gwyneth Paltrow's famously strict diet. Then again, maybe it's a secret. Famously strict. Like crazy as fuck. Yeah, she. Did you see that she was? She made a candle. What is it shaped as a vagina or something? Oh, apparently it's supposed to smell like a vagina, though. I, I, I knew it would be something <laughs> like that. Her company's literally called Gloop. Yeah, and she's uh, a psycho. Yeah, well, she's still got it going on at uh, at the year uh, forty nine. Touch that crazy with a fucking yes, you would. No, I would yes, not. Would. Absolutely fucking, I say that with a hundred percent certainty. I would you know, never touch you know that why, crazy you know, shit. You know why you would? I'm going to tell you why you would. Because crazy girls are always. Always good in bed. Crazy girls are good in bed, but that bitch is a fucking nut job. Then just imagine. Hell no. I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. You would so good. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. Fucking liar. Full house heartthrob John Stamos is 58 years old. I would say he he hasn't aged. aged. 
But still, you know. I mean, he looks good for his age, no, but he's no, ho- no homo, but he's still a pretty nice-looking guy. Uh, Lisa Bonet. Nah, she, she, I'm sorry, but this woman has always looked like a fucking zombie to me. Um, <laughs> she, she doesn't was, look a day over No, she was, uh, she was married to Lenny Kravitz. They had a, they had a daughter together. Like, like this, you, you'll know her if you see her. Uh, Lisa Bonet. Yeah, I know who you're talking She's, I, I don't know, she's always looked like a zombie to me. Nah. Uh, Tay Diggs. Uh, he was, um, he's an actor. Uh, Owen Wilson. Still looks pretty much the same. Crooked ass nose and everything. Fifty, yeah, he uh, he, wow. he never got his nose fixed. Wow, wow, you know, he is fifty three years old. Wow, mm, I'm not too surprised about that. Kate one. Winslet, nothing's gonna beat the William Shatner for me now. <laughs> Kate Winslet is uh, forty six, still got it going on. Uh, you said that Keanu Reeves has aged. Uh, I'm just saying, I can man. see that he's aged, mm. but not in the sense that most people think. Barely. You can see that he's like. He's his his like face has filled out more, and then he's like, he's not that scrawny little kid from the Bill and Ted movies. You know what I mean? <laughs> and now he's he bulked up a, a bit. Uh, he's Ricky, always been a badass. Ricky bro. Martin. You know, you know he's you still know, alive. Yeah, Ricky Martin's still alive. Oh. You know, uh, you know, old Ricky Martin is seventy-two, fifty. Uh, but I I do remember whenever Ricky Martin came out of the closet in the late nineties. Wait, Ricky Martin was gay. Dude, come on, I, dude! I didn't. Are you fucking? I didn't keep up with any of this shit. You didn't know Ricky Martin was gay. No, I've never. You're honestly, never, telling me that. I don't know anything about Ricky Martin. Okay, so Ricky Martin with was a name a, like Ricky Martin, I can, <laughs> I can, I'm not surprised. But. So Ricky Martin was a fucking heartthrob in like 1997. Came out with a song "Living La Vida Loca," took over. Oh, the world. so he just broke every girl's heart. Very, in the world. very good looking guy. But then he came out and, uh, and but everybody. The thing was, everybody kind of knew he was gay. It was it was very apparent. He was very. He had those like yeah, very. Uh, he 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 had a uh, he had twinkle toes and you know everybody everybody those knew mannerisms. It. So, so he came out and he's like, oh, everybody, I'm I'm a homosexual, and everybody just kind of looks kind of looks at each other and goes, dude, we know. Yeah, <laughs> we've known this all along. You're not breaking anything to us. I promise you. Uh, Avril Lavigne, I think she looks better than what she did in the year two thousand and two. Which she she's she's always been super cute to me. She was just really young back then, but yeah, she has uh, she has gotten better with age for sure. Uh, let's go to the worst. Who have, oh lord, who have aged terribly, badly. We'll use we'll use badly. Uh, so here we go. The ones that have aged badly. Uh, Lindsay Lohan still don't care. Still don't care. Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp has aged pretty bad. Uh, Kate Moss still would, but she has aged pretty bad. Brad Pitt. I don't think he's necessarily aged bad. He just looks older. He looks more mature than he did back then. Uh, Britney Spears, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jordan, you want to join us on the fucking podcast over here? Dude, Jesus. I'll tell you something about Britney Spears real quick. So Britney's going back. I think she's going to have like a fucking midlife crisis. Dude, have you seen her TikToks? No, I've seen her Dude, Instagram. Welcome, welcome to a year ago. Where the fuck have y'all been? She's no, posting Insta- new stuff. Now. I know. Yeah, she's her it's Instagram. Just, it's yeah. just the most the most random bullshit. Well, it's ever. always her trying to basically just pull her pants off. No, like you can literally find nudes on her Instagram. Really? Oh, I'm not shitting. John Daly is still alive. Yeah, dude. I was looking at he he aged. Badly. Well, I okay. So, so the next one on the list was Macaulay Culkin. I will agree Ooh. with that. I will agree. Drugs. He aged terribly, but yeah. but 
drugs. I am happy to say the dude got himself clean and he's working himself back up. Because he, yeah. he doesn't yeah, look, he he really doesn't look has. that bad these days. And and he's also married this this really hot Asian girl. They have a kid together. She was apparently on the Disney Channel back yeah, in the day. He's on the upswing. He's, yeah. he's back on the upswing. Yeah, he's, he's definitely. He married London Tipton. Yeah, like like I am on the Macaulay Culkin uh, fan wagon, dude. I want this dude to do well so bad. I love oh, Keith Richards. And Paige Master. Yeah, well, dude, Keith Richards is always like a donkey. Let's be honest. Oh, dude, if you look at his then and now. Dude, he's always <laughs> looked like a fucking a donkey. Always. So uh, Renee Zellweger, I can go with that. She's she's aged pretty terribly. Uh, I've always thought Leonardo DiCaprio looks like a looks like a uh, like a Star Trek uh, villain. Like, tell me he doesn't look like a Star Trek villain, like somebody that Captain Kirk yeah back in the day. Yeah, he's always, he's always, he's always Absolutely. been. Look hey, he looks really like weird. the 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 dude who was the um... Russell Crowe has aged terribly. Brendan Fraser too. Brandon Fraser is also aged terribly. Madonna, yeah, Madonna. Hey, but has, I got to give it to Brandon Fraser, man. What for the whale? Or Dude, the... yeah, because yeah. like his career was in in the shitter. Yeah, and then suddenly out up. of nowhere, he just like popped back up. Apparently, he's doing way better now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as as he probably should be. Um, Pamela Anderson. Mm. Pamela Anderson looks rough these days. Really? It's not really that she looks rough. She just looks tired. Like, tell me, she doesn't look tired. Still yes. pretty, but not like that. Um, Michelle Williams, yeah, she's looking pretty rough these days. Meg Ryan looks fucking terrible. Look at Meg Ryan in the nineties, right? Okay, yeah, yeah it's just cute. Meg Ryan now, God, wowza, woof. <laughs> she looks like the, Gary the sister of the woman who <laughs> she played doesn't like Gary Busey. Oh, side. I was just looking at Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, Gary, dude, Gary Busey. I don't know why. As a kid, I was fucking terrified of Gary Busey and his teeth. <laughs> Everybody was <laughs> <laughs> like Gary Busey's teeth just t- fucking terrified me as a Let kid. Let me ask you, how it's did this happen? Jimmy. Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay, all right. she's always like a foot. She's look like a horse, right? She's got the she horse like face. Foot. How has her face gotten shorter now? Does she get the chin like shaved? Dude, off? I think every single person that we've talked about in the last twenty minutes. Oh have man, Pamela some kind of is looking bad. Yeah, Pamela Anderson looks rough. <laughs> Poor girl. What? Dang. <laughs> He's a slut. No, I said flat. Oh, <laughs> both. <laughs> well, I mean, she did. It, it's got to be kind of big. She did have Tommy Lee inside of her a lot. Girl, you run through. And that, that, I mean, that, that guy had a shovel in his pants, and I ain't shitting you at all. On the way, we're going to need you to go outside for a little bit, Trey. Okay. We're going to have deep thoughts with Trey coming up here in just a few minutes. Hang on. Do not go anywhere. So is he coming? Or... <laughs> Where is our where's our stoner? There he is. There he is. <laughs> Took you long enough. Deal weed. <laughs> he's, he's no, hang on. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. So uh we have uh we have decided to uh, <clears throat> do a little little new segment tonight because Trey is uh <laughs> is sitting in with us. And uh if you guys don't know Trey, Trey is one of the nicest dudes on the planet. And uh, Trey, uh, Trey helped me move a few weeks ago that I still haven't taken him to dinner for. But um, you bastard, right? Yeah, he will. Uh, I, I will do it very soon. But he, uh, he thought, you know, better wine and dine him that night, right? God. So, uh, you know, I, I as soon as this fucking ad is over with, Jesus, try to play something on YouTube and it's, YouTube it's just premium, fucking impossible. Right. So we decided that we would do a, a special segment, and we're going to call it. Uh, now Trey has been outside for the last ten minutes doing whatever. Yeah, I can it, smell it. Whatever it is that he does, and uh, here we, we're going to fix your mic.
on their tray. It keeps dropping down. Yeah, you gotta gotta keep it from going. Limp. It needs that blue pill. Yeah. So we are going to uh, have our very first edition of Deep Thoughts with Trey. Trey, take it away. So, have you ever thought like we're like in a Capri Sun bottle? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that stars are just the times they poke the holes in the bottle? No. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Anything specific? Aliens. Lizard people. Ooh. Hollow Earth? I don't know what that means. Later. Alright, um, so... Um, we can go into, like, a lot of deep shit, in all honesty. Uh... It's okay. Just about any discussion. (laughs) I mean... Is there life out there? I believe so, absolutely, because, I mean, to think that we're the only ones out there... I mean, it's just egotistical. Yeah. You know. Um, where's the future heading for us? Fuck, man. I mean, we're going to be monitored. It's social credit score. I mean, like, I mean, it's it's total conspiracy hour with me. Uh, I like my sativas. What? It's weed. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a daytime weed. Anyway, um, I also, uh... Hi, Worm. Hey, Trey. <laughs> Tell uh, us about Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove is uh, basically a, a congregation of elites uh, that are involved in typically the Illuminati. Alex Jones did a segment by sneaking in and kind of like doing a little recording. They do uh, rituals of like burning a giant wooden owl and shit like that. Alex Jones is a lizard person. I mean, who knows, man? I know. But um, how I think about it is there's a lot more at play in that everything that we're being told is a fucking lie. That is the absolute truth. I mean, give us some examples. Um, I mean, you're going to you're going to think I'm going to sound really odd and weird. I think you're odd and weird any fucking way. Trey, just tell me. Well, I think that Abraham Lincoln, for example, wasn't really as uh, white as, you know, people as portraying them. So you think what do you mean? You think Abraham Lincoln was black? Yes. Really? No. Tell me, tell me why. But yes, like, please explain like this. Like okay, so like kind of like a light-skinned, you know what I'm saying? Like if for example, you know how like some white dudes stay out in the sun too long and they get really tan? Yeah. Kind of like that. So you're saying he was white, he was just very tan. Could be. Or olive. Yeah. I mean, but Basically, th- that's just kind of conspiracy. But uh, you think well at the same time, that's the reason why they put him on the copper penny was because of. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> what? Yes, that's the. How do you explain? Uh, There's another. How conspiracy. do you explain Lincoln being quoted as um, if he could have ended the war without ending slavery, he would have done it. He could end the world if he didn't. He would have war. if he could have ended the war without ending slavery. He would have done it. Is that what he said? Yes, he said that. Really? Yes. Hmm. I mean, so do you still think he's a light skin? 
Uh, I mean, not all black people at that time were necessarily against it because some of them were actually in better positions, like being slave masters and stuff like that. Believe it or not. All right, let's get off this subject. I'm just saying. Before you're going to be canceled on this bitch. If you're being historically correct, anyway. How do what what Trey? How, how, how do you feel about evolution? Uh, uh, alien intervention. Really, you think we had sex with aliens? No, 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 no. So genetic splicing. Okay, tell us about it. Okay, so uh, Zachariah Sitchum, I don't know if you know anything about him. He was a biblical scholar that did research in ancient Sumer, a.k.a. modern-day Iraq. And uh, <clears throat> he found these old tablets, uh, and they've already been researched before he ever researched them. But he did further research about like what's called the Anunnaki and like the planet Nibiru and uh, about how humans were created through uh, their genes splicing it with a hominid similar type like primate and it accelerated their evolution and made human beings to be like slaves to mine for gold how does this tie into to god how does it tie into god yeah you're a um, christian so in the bible actually uh the anuk in the book of numbers the what anuk a-n-u-k okay um so in the book of numbers is actually can be found uh and also, there's a lot of pluralism in the Old Testament, which, you know, in the, it, the further back you go in your research, uh, it's kind of like Elohim. A lot of people, especially evangelist Christians, will disagree with me, but, uh, you know, biblical scholars will typically agree that Elohim is a plural, not a singular. And so, in the beginning, the gods created the heaven and the earth, and that, that's basically... It's not saying, because, like, there's multiple examples that's pointed out in the Bible that there are, like, multiple lowercase g gods. It even says, like, you know, in the uh, Ten Commandments, thou shalt not worship any other idols or gods before me. So it's acknowledged that there are other beings. But it's to say that their god, which is, you know, Jehovah, and then later on Jesus is the incarnate, is the most highest. Okay. Anyway, that's just to describe, like, you know, belief on that aspect of, you know, religion. But Anunnaki came comes related to that when it goes down to like the fallen angels. Okay. Yeah. But I mean like there's so many ways in how you can pursue it. Uh you can look at it from a religious angle, you can look at it from like a science fiction angle. You can kinda of look at it as just like people making up shit. But they also have on these tablets like knowledge of the planets and uh tell us about uh nibiru nibiru is their planet <laughs> that is supposedly planet x or the 10th planet and it's on a different orbit that comes in earth's orbit every 3600 years and so interesting yeah this is just you know stuff that i've like done a little bit of research on and of course like podcasts and stuff like that from other you know popular figures uh I'm not gonna like drop any names at the moment. Yeah, just yeah please don't. Sued. Please don't do that. Yeah, but um, I will say that you know, uh, definitely picking up some books as well. Um, so so just out of sheer curiosity here, mm-hmm. on a scale of one to twenty, how high am I? How high are you? Yeah, right I, I knew you were gonna go with that. Uh, I'm pretty like functional, but I would say on a scale of one to ten, about a four, four or five, like. About halfway. I'm going to need you to be way more high the next time we do this. Well, I mean... <laughs> I'm gonna have to you're like, well, I, I, I'm technically... Wait, no, no, you're off today, aren't you? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, he would. He couldn't be doing that on my clock. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Deep Thoughts with Trey. Thank you, Trey. Three other individuals. Give me a little hot take real quick. I don't think there was a guy in the early 2000s, late 90s that could touch Manny Fresh whenever it came to producing and making beats. That's a pretty good beat. I mean, man, dude, Manny Fresh brought the heat with every single Cash Money beat that he made. And he, he wasn't a great rapper, but as far as a beat maker and producer, man, Manny Fresh was on top of his shit. It is Live, Laugh, Lotta Gag. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Going to uh, wrap up today's show with a little Am I the Asshole? Of and I have we... a little special announcement right before we cut the show. Did you tell me about this earlier? Yes, I did. You don't remember? No. A little, little secret thing that we're doing? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, good. I'll, I'll mention it whenever we're done. Right before we No, ready. you will tell me what the fuck it is or I'm not going to say it's my show, asshole. I already told you what it was. Oh, night. that. Okay. Yeah. That's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but still, I want to <laughs> let people know. You know? I want to let people know. All right. Am I the asshole? Trey, Trey, have you ever partaken in Am I the Asshole? Now that I can recall, no. Okay. All right. So so we you go on Reddit and there's a subreddit called Am I the Asshole? And they tell a story of something that they did and then they ask everybody, Am I the Asshole? Right. All right. So my friend Jack and I, are after a long, stressful week, like to go to a local pizza place. It's not fine dining by any stretch of the imagination, but there are booths and tables of people sitting down. I see a large table near us of like 10 people, a few couples, and a bunch of small kids between the ages of like 4 and 8. And the kids are running around the restaurant being loud while the adults are drinking wine and eating their pizza. Now I ignore the commotion for about 20 minutes when suddenly I feel like a hand on my leg and one of the little kids is crawling under Jack and my table. I wasn't thinking and snapped at the little kid and I said, get away from our table. And the little kid ran away and burst into tears. One of the parents at the other table came over and started tearing into me about how cranky and mean I was and how dare I yell at her kid who was just playing. Meanwhile, her and her other middle-aged 40-something parents are just letting their kids run amok and be loud and obnoxious while my friend and I are trying to enjoy a night out. I ripped her a new one and said, how entitled do you need to, th- to be to think it's okay to let your kids just crawl under other people's tables? She called me an asshole and walked away in a huff. Am I the asshole? No. <laughs> Trey, you say no. Why is no? Because people need to control their kids and not let them run amok. You know, there's there's manners and proper etiquette that need to be, and people are losing that. Agreed. I'll, I'll agree with you. Jordan, what do you say? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Why? Fuck those little kids. <laughs> fuck the fuck kids. that wine drinking bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck a hold of the kids. Take, put them at the, uh, man, I, I just, I fucking hate kids. All right, so uh, I, I'm also going to say fuck them kids. Uh, but, yeah. you know, if it... Please don't ever do that again. That was fucking loud. Don't. <laughs> don't. Um, so, okay, I have a kid, so I do realize that kids are going to be kids. Kids are going to run around. They're going to play. They're going to be loud. That's completely fine. But whenever whenever my kid starts starts making someone else's time not a good time, that's whenever it's time to step in and be like, hey, dude, you need to chill out. Stay over here in your own lane. These people are trying to eat. You know, there was a there was a better way to for the 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 wine drinking mom to handle yeah. what happened. Because if my kid came crying and said, "Hey, that 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 lady right there was just or that guy lady right there was just mean to me, saying that I need to get away," well, were you underneath their table? Yeah. Okay. What did we learn? You know, what did we learn? Because. A lot of kids, they're being coddled these days, and it's, it's definitely not a good thing. Not enough discipline. Yeah. Now, right. um, 
was was the person who said, "Hey, get away from my table in the uh, in the wrong there." Absolutely not. She could have said something that was way fucking rude. I imagine that, right? it was a knee jerk reaction because there's a first of all, you didn't know something on your table touches your leg. And, whoa, you know. Yeah, what is this? So, uh, all right, here's another one. Uh, see, no, this was, isn't too long. Uh, I, a 36 year old female, went no contact with my narcissistic family last year. As I was done being their scapegoat, my friend was encouraging me to, quote, call my mother and reconcile for Mother's Day, and I explained again the emotional and mental abuse I went through and her refusal to take accountability or seek therapy. She then lectured me on how, quote, it's hard being a parent, she's a parent, I'm not, that as the eldest you should have helped your mother around the house more and with your younger siblings, and that, quote, I should let bygones be bygones and call my mother for Mother's Day. So I said, so you think I have, if I had done more chores and accepted more parent parentification as a kid then i wouldn't have been abused if it's too hard to be decent to your kids then you shouldn't be a parent maybe you should have helped your abusive ex-husband around the house more maybe you shouldn't have had dinner 10 minutes late because you know his job is stressful and it's hard being a provider and a father next month is father's day you should call and reconcile with him how could how could i as a child stop the abusive behavior of an adult when i was when as an adult you couldn't stop your husband from abusing you that was a little little harsh she no, cried and walked true. off. Our mutual friends agree that she was wrong to pressure me to reconcile with my mother, but she, quote, meant well and didn't understand, and you took it too far. I did it to make a point of how abuse isn't okay from anyone, even your parents. Am I the asshole? No. Why do you say that? Because there comes a certain point in your life, even as a child, a certain level of respect is sh- should be given. And what I mean by that is that, like, it's like a generalism of respect, not a, a specific respect that is typically earned. Yeah. But I'm saying like all of humanity should have a certain general level of respect. And um, basically even children d- deserve respect. And so it's kind of like, how do you expect a child to do something that you as an adult couldn't? True. Okay. I'll give you that. Jordan, what do you think? Uh, not the asshole. Not the asshole. Why? I'm, I'm just. Uh, I have a, another thing or two about narcissistic. Oh family. yeah, I, I forgot about that. And uh, just because you're the parent, so as whenever the child becomes an adult, yeah. you are not entitled to that child's respect or love if you have treated them poorly. You and know, don't expect it back. I I used to think a whole lot differently about this, mainly because I, my parents were always really good to me. My my mom has been nothing less of a saint to me, as was my dad before he died. And um, you know, I it it took it took my dad passing away and a couple of years after he passed away for me to realize that uh, not everybody had the the great childhood that I did. Not everybody had great parents like I did. So I finally understood, yeah, parents, you, you know, because I was always that guy that was like, you know, if somebody badmouthed their mom, I'm like, dude, that's your fucking mom, you know, t- chill out. You know, she still gave birth to you. But then then it, it kind of hit, hit me, maybe some people's moms are gigantic pieces of shit and some people's dads are. So I get it. I'm going to say uh, not the asshole as well. However, there's a double side to this coin. Um, I think I think the word abuse is being thrown around a lot here recently. Yeah. There's and a the reason. There, there, there's a reason I say this, because a lot of these these fucking kids, these entitled fucking children, think that abuse is your parents telling you what to do. 
telling right. telling you that you can't go to your friend's house because you still have homework to do, uh, telling you to get get your ass in your room and do your homework like you're supposed to do, telling you to get up and get ready for school at a certain time, telling you that you can't have this for dinner because I'm cooking this and I'm not cooking anything else. I'm not going to cook something that's just just made for you. You don't like what I cooked? You go hungry. Let me tell you something. That is not abuse. That is that is your parents being your fucking parents. Right, but uh, in the I guess in the whole written thing, did it even specify the type of abuse or? It was yeah, just it didn't. It, it didn't specify the type of abuse. It just said uh, mental and mental abuse or whatever. I mean, uh, okay. it's very possible that the person writing that wasn't. Was, was I'm not going to assume it. Was just was just told was just told what to do by their parents, and that's that's being taken as abuse these days, and that pisses. Yeah, a me lot off. of people think that because your parents are. You know, strict about some things. <laughs> they're abusive. And they're, no, they're, they're not. They, they're being they're fucking parents. Me. I'm the same way to my kid. I've never abused my kid one day in his life, and he will tell you that. Anyway, we got to get out of here. You guys have a great one, and uh, we will uh, catch you next week right here. Live, laugh, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah you still got we your got thing. We got the little thingy. You still so, got your thing. We have a thing going on this Thursday. Little, little secret thing. That's what I keep hearing. That sound is what I keep I fucking wondering hearing. how long till he caught on to that. That was you the whole fucking time? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I hate you. <laughs> anyway. It was this um, fucking chair the whole time. We have a not-your-typical karaoke night going on this Thursday at Music City. What, and, here? Yes. In this very room we're sitting in? This in this very room that we're sitting in right now. It's from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. It's invite only, so you need to reach out to one of us to get the invite. Um, there's a max of 10 people, but... It's 20 bucks to get in, and you get to record um, as many songs as we can try and fit in in that three hour. Everybody's going to take turns like a karaoke night. You put your name on the sheet, say what song you want to do, come up and record it, and by the end of it, you'll have a fully professionally recorded song to cover anything you want. Awesome. Well, cool. That's going to be going down. Uh, you said this Thursday, what time? Thursday from 8 to 11. All right. So uh, definitely hit, hit, uh, hit Jordan up on Facebook so you can uh, get a list together and uh, make that happen. All right. So you guys have a great week. Enjoy listening to this on uh, Spotify or wherever you can. You guys have a great week. We'll catch you next week. Okay? Oh, yeah.